Hey everyone, it's Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, and you're listening to another DevOps chat. Got a good chat scheduled for today. I'm joined by my friend Chris O'Malley, CEO of CompuWare. Chris, welcome to DevOps Chat. Thank you so much, Alan. It's great to be here. Great. Chris, I know there are some people in some deep, dark corner of the world listening to this today saying, hmm, CompuWare, mainframe company, DevOps Chat. What are we what are we talking about here? DevOps and mainframes. But you know, the surprise is on them. DevOps and mainframes go together like chocolate and peanut butter. What you know, what can we tell those people, Chris? Well, the mainframe necessarily is uh, having to transform itself to be a first class citizen within a DevOps tool chain, within agile methods, uh, for the companies that use them to be successful in the digital age. Uh, so over the last three years or so, uh, you're seeing a lot of innovation brought to the platform, uh, the mainframe, just to mainstream it and allow you know modern DevOps tools like those from Atlassian, those from Sonosaurus, Jenkins, which is an open source tool, ZB Labs, Cloudbees, to have those technologies extend to the platform. Um, so techniques like DevOps, which have to be done with mainframe IP of code and data, and agile methods, which is the iterative technique for uh, innovation as it relates to you know, companies competing in digital, digital channels, improving customer experience. All of those things had to come uh, to play and certainly have in the last three years. So you know, the mainframe is alive and well. Uh, you know, it's had enormous growth over the last two quarters, which shows that customers are recommitting to the platform. You know, the nagging issue had, around it had been, uh, you know, the agility of, of doing development. Um, but to the great extent, those those problems have been uh, removed. And now you're seeing, you know, the mainframe play an incredible role as a system of record platform for, uh, you know, supporting you know, large companies and their service to their customers in the digital age. Absolutely. Chris, let me... You know, I, before we jump ahead from where you are, right, what you just spoke about, I want to dispel just a real couple of myths that people may or may not be aware of. First of all, obviously, mainframes aren't going anywhere. They're so entrenched, especially when we look at financial services, healthcare, and some of the other verticals, to say, oh, you know, mainframes are dinosaurs or mainframes are going away is poppycock, right? We, we, the world runs on mainframes still. Number two, I think what we saw early on in the in the DevOps agile sort of world was this feeling of, well, we're going to treat the mainframe like the slow kids, right? Like the special ed kids. And we're going to do this bimodal where, you know, the rest of the organization will run as fast as they can with DevOps and agile and that type of thing. And, you know, the mainframe will mainframe will do what it does, right? We'll, we'll do the best we can. And again, as you just mentioned, that's been proven false as well. Mainframes can run as fast as you need them to, and they could run the latest uh, solutions and the latest technologies that you need them to. You mentioned some names there like Jenkins, um, you know, and, and et cetera, and CloudBees and Zibia and Electric Cloud, they're all running mainframes now. So, Chris, sitting in the CEO seat at CompuWare, right, your job is to say, okay, this, the, these are the cards we're dealt. This is the lay of the land. What is CompuWare doing to 
number one, take advantage of that, but number two, to even push those boundaries further. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we as a company, um, and this is now not nearly four years ago, you know, ne- needed to kind of reset ourselves, transform ourselves. Uh, you know, we've been in the mainframe software tool industry for 40 years. Uh, you know, our cadence in terms of delivering updates to our classic offerings was probably every year to every 18 months. You know, when I started here as CEO four years ago, we hadn't put out a new product since 1999. And, you know, we had to effectively reinvent ourselves uh, to do the degree of innovation that was necessary to bring DevOps to the platform, to bring agile development to the platform. So, uh, you know, one of the things that I believe to be totally false is this idea of, of bimodal IT that uh, Gardner has spewed across the industry. It's, it's the equivalent of medieval bloodletting. Because um, yep. people who follow advice will certainly uh, have fatal consequences to their business. And the way I, I looked at if in, in our inventing technology is that, you know, we have ideas that come in, um, you know, ideas for you know, dealing with the idiosyncrasies of the mainframe. I mean, one of the, the, the big challenges we have to help customers overcome is a lot of the mainframe systems are monolithic, you know, very, very highly coupled systems, you know, techniques like Agile are difficult to do against IP of that nature. Uh, so, you know, we had to come up with these awesome ideas uh, in order to deal with that. So practically that things like Agile, where you're doing two-week sprints and day-to-day developers got to make substantial progress, you got to think of ways to make that happen. Um, so when ideas come in here, you know, I, I felt like we couldn't have one part of our organization working at one speed and another, the idea is what's paramount. And when these ideas come in for how to do these things, they don't neatly fit either in the mainframe or in the non-mainframe platform is the way to answer this problem. It's just something that's got to be done across all of our platforms and all of our IP. So, uh, you know, we, I directed the company to adopt Agile. We were 40 years of waterfall um, and do agile on the mainframe, um, and then take DevOps techniques that are necessary because we went from a cadence of you know release frequency of every year to eighteen months that you know we are now in two week sprints. So things like testing, uh, you know, takes on a vastly different form yeah. uh, and has to be incredibly automated to be able to pull that off. So we had to basically assume all of those DevOps techniques that you hear about um, in order to basically maintain the throughput, but not have a consequence of, of quality. So, uh, you know, we as a company, um, a mainframe software company, and we obviously have technologies that, that are non-mainframe as well um, in supporting our mainframe technologies. We have one culture um, that is pervasive across the organization centered on inspired innovation we got one set of processes that we use, no matter what the platform is, uh, and that's Agile and it's DevOps uh, in terms of the methods that we're we're using. Uh, and then we use incredibly modern tools. We use, obviously use our own as it relates to the mainframe IP, but you know we as a company we use Atlassian's Jira and Confluence. Uh, Jira is kind of the, the troubling ticket system. This the way we basically feed ideas into going to work on confluence is how we collaborate um, and taking these kind of raw ideas and fashioning them into you know deliverables that are going to make a difference for our customers you know we use jenkins to drive automation in our cicd pipeline so you know if you came in to copyware this mainframe company that's you know 
45 years old, uh, you would think you're at Amazon or you'd yeah. think you're at Uber. Or it's uh, the way. Yeah. Chris, I mean, let me let me just jump in on that if I can. And, you know, this is actually a very common thread that I hear interviewing literally dozens, if not hundreds of vendors, right? That before you could go, you know, quote unquote, preach DevOps out to the market, you got to eat your own dog food a little bit around it, right? If you're not doing DevOps internally in your own organization, like you are at CompuWare, you don't really have the cred to go out and tell someone else they should, right? I mean, it's, I, I think this is a, a, a tenant of the DevOps marketplace. I totally agree with you. I mean, it's, you learn a lot. I mean, when you, uh, you you take an organization that's done something a certain way for 40 years and you make them do something that's dramatically different. I mean, there are, you know, human issues you've got to deal with. I mean, it's, you know, waterfalls and examples of cast system, who's good and who's bad is defined in the process. When you, when you go to agile, it shakes those things to its core. And there's a lot of resistance, you know, uh, you know, habits, you know, you know, die hard, you know, you want to do things a certain way and now you got to do it a different way. And you learn things in terms of the development of tooling that account for that. And, you know, you haven't gone through it. I mean, your use case in terms of your thinking is probably incomplete. You certainly probably in terms of the usability of your tools isn't going to be, you know, anything that's close to nailing the jobs that those tools are expected to do. Uh, you gotta, you gotta go through the trials and tribulations to get it right. And, you know, uh, you know, we have a lot of competitors who squawk a lot about Agile and DevOps, but practically do nothing uh, in terms of that internally. And if I look at the success of CompuWare, you know, we're, you know, we're a mainframe company that's growing. Our, you know, our new bookings that for the year that just ended uh, on March 31st, you know, grew 23% year over year. You, Last year, it did the same. I mean, this is the kind of growth rates for especially a company our size you would expect from a startup. I mean, the reason we're doing that is, is we're building stuff that people really want. And if I really peel back the onion and say, how do we do it? It's, it's because we're doing DevOps here. You know, we're doing Agile here. So we're, you know, significantly ahead of our own customers and necessarily have to be because we're building the tools to help them to do it as well. So I, I, you know, it's, 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 you know, when I see these confusing, conflicted vendors that tout these things and don't do it themselves, you know, I see it as a, a cynic. I mean, yeah. how can you pop your customers if you're not doing it for yourself? I, a hundred percent, man. Let me, uh, let me bring up another subject, Chris, I wanted to talk to you about. And that is, you know, I, I think, yep, mainframes are using a lot of these DevOps software options, but we're also in the midst of a, a sea change technology-wise, and probably, you know what, Chris, we've both been around the block. We see these kind of changes happen maybe two or three times in your career, right? We saw client-server, internet virtualization, containerization now, Kubernetes, uh, microservices is kind of the next you know, and, and I always, I've always said, Chris, that would we have DevOps without cloud and mobile, you know, in this app world, or would we have cloud, mobile, and app world without DevOps? Is it a chicken or the egg? But what about mainframes and some of these new microservices and, and uh, container technologies? 
Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, DevOps is you know, it's, it's Genesis is endemic. It's in manufacturing principles. Yeah, I mean, it's been proven. Japanese beat up Detroit here pretty badly. Pretty good. Yeah. So I mean, uh, DevOps is something that had to come because it's uh, you know, software was kind of built in this sequential old manufacturing way, you know, using waterfall techniques that just have proven to be not very good and, 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 and especially inventing things from a software standpoint. So, I mean, that's a lot of the energy as people are iterating and trying to invent, creating better user experiences, better engaging customers. These are just natural evolutions that have to occur if you're going to be inventive and you necessarily have to have to be. As it relates to mainframe IP, yeah, I think you're, you're exactly right that you've got to, you've got to make the mainframe code and data, you know, more malleable and more easily fashioned. And, you know, the steps that, you know, we've gone through, you know, you first have to, you know, go from being monolithic systems uh, and as you're driving, you know, new ideas and you're using, you know, your scrum teams to come out with this great stuff, you start to learn a lot about technical debt and, and, you know, what are the things that are causing the efficiency not to be as good as it should be, the throughput, the velocity, the agility. So, you know, part of what we do is, you know, we're always pumping out new stuff, but we're always, giving some stream of work to, you know, tackling this technical debt. So you got to, you know, first to basically start to uncouple these highly coupled systems, um, you know, start to, you know, get to even techniques like SOA that have been proven in the past to kind of get it to the point where the code's easier to work with. And then, you know, containerization and the use of APIs as the next step after that are the, the logical things to do. So, you know, we have uh, created products uh, like a source code management system that's on, on the mainframe. And, you know, we've done and used techniques like containerization and API technologies against that to allow products like CBA Labs, Release Automation, or CloudBeast to actually drive our tool set with an open API. You know, we had the example where Electric Cloud, you know, you know, just took our APIs and actually developed really good integrations to ISPW on the mainframe on their own. And, you know, we've worked with them to test it so that it can be uh, certain that it's going to work well for our customers. But when you start to open up these technologies, you create all kinds of potential opportunities to drive it. So, yeah, so containerization and IP enablement, uh, after you've gone through the hard work of dealing with the technical debt, you know, really bring, you know, new lives to these systems and allow, you know, these modern tool chains to drive the mainframe. Um, so now I think you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So Chris, we're, we're running a little low on time. Let me, let me really turn CompuWare specific here for a moment. What, what's coming down the pike for, uh, for you guys at CompuWare, you think? Well, we're, we're going to mainstream the mainframe, you know, we're going to make, uh, every mainframe customer on the planet, you know, be able to have their DevOps, their preferred DevOps tool chains to, to drive that platform. You know, our tooling is taking away all the idiosyncrasies about the mainframe that are unique to it. Um, so making it where you can effectively work on this IP and this data um, with you know, new people coming to the platform. I mean, one of the things that uh, we found in our, our recent research work with Forrester is that you're seeing a phenomenon where you know people are, are retiring from the ranks of you know mainframe development as an example, and they're not getting replaced. Uh, so there's less and less people uh, that are working on the platform, probably working a whole whole lot harder than they used to do formerly. The scale of work is increasing because mainframe IP is critically important to competing in the digital age. 
Yep. So you need a force multiplier there. So we're going to continue to increase the productivity as it relates to efficiency and velocity and quality for mainframe development and you know, constantly making sure that the performance of the platform, the automation, um, the optimization of the platform continues to get better as its use continues to increase. Yeah. I mean, you know, one of the things, Chris, that I, I see is like, you know, people say, oh, to work on a mainframe, I have to know COBOL or Fortran, God forbid, or, you know, something like this. They don't realize that, you know, with what the companies like you are doing, there's no reason you can't run every modern or just about every modern uh, line on like, mainframes. Ripton job. Job. I mean, that's a little bit of a red herring because, I mean, uh, we, a third of the people now, or nearly a third of the people that develop at CompuWare are under the age of 28. Really? I mean, think about that. Yeah. So you're, this idea that programming language, you know, like COBOL causes viruses and... and, and ah, that's people, those are the anti-vaxxers, Chris. Pay no attention. No, but it, <laughs> or, or causes... I mean, it, it's all a false. I mean, because a, a graduate of computer science today... You know, it comes out of school with probably knowing seven languages. And yep. they understand it's a polyglot world. Uh, no matter what platform you work on, you're going to have to use multiple languages. You're right. The modern language is available on the mainframe as well. But, you know, things like COBOL to somebody that's 22, I mean, it's a trivial difference to things like it's actually an easier language than Java or C. So the people that say these things are doing it with a motive, a practically yeah. a Science graduate could care less. I mean, it's uh, they they just want to do interesting work and build interesting things, and they understand that that always is going to require a series of languages to fulfill anything because there's always some element of legacy that comes into the equation. So you know, some people laugh that Java is the new you know new COBOL, and and they say those things, but they're not computer science majors. They're not the real people that are doing the work. I mean, they, you know they don't, there are other people laughing all the way to the bank who are doing it, Chris. So that's right. That's right. Yeah, there's always going to be haters, and haters are going to hate. So that's right. What what can we right. tell you? Anyway, we're about out of time here, Chris. This was a great conversation. Love to have you back on DevOps Chat from time to time. Check in on Computer and the state of mainframe and DevOps. We're always writing about that on DevOps.com as well. It's a it's it's something we you know we have a real our audience is interested in so and that that alone is proof in the pudding. But um, we'll Alan, was a ahead. I'm sorry, Chris. No, sorry, Alan. It was a pleasure. So thank you for having me on. I'd love to come back. We'd love to have you on, Chris O'Malley, CEO of CompuWare, CompuWare here on DevOps Chats today. This was Alan Schimmel, and you just listened to a DevOps Chat. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you on the next one. 